Where is he? What have you done with Tristan? Your friend is gone, on his way to the discard pile, or the graveyard as we call it in Dual Monsters. It can't be. Tristan can't be gone. Welcome back to episode 6 of our Yu-Gi-Oh! centric podcast. Uh, I'm here again with Joey. Uh, hey, Mark. And uh, we got Kyle as well. Heart of the cards to you, sir. Heart of the cards to you. Uh, we have watched episodes 11 through 13 of Yu-Gi-Oh! season 1, and we're going to talk about it. I'll just start off. Uh, do you guys have any any overall notes, anything that we need to to get on the table before we start um i'll throw on the table that i didn't take any notes for any wow. of these episodes wow. and i pretty much completely forget everything that happened in the first two fantastic um, fantastic so great start i'm gonna i'm gonna be relying on on mark's uh, very thorough notes to to get me through this week's episode i'll be honest i have four pages of notes that's a lot of notes that, that seems like an excessive amount of notes <laughs> I mean, I am taking an excessive amount of notes. That's what I said. Um, but uh, I will say, I will just say, Joey, your energy seems like it's on maybe like a two right now. A two out of what? Out of eleven. That's out of what 11. you know. That's we're, we're, we're music guys here. Stereos go up to eleven. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice reference, bro. Yeah, great. I, I love music. <laughs> I'm, I'm just rolling with it, you know. I, I'm just saying, you don't have notes. Your energy's out of two. We're really like not starting off hot here, so. Well, I mean, like, are you suggesting that you think that my my whole thing from the previous episode where I was talking about having become enlightened has uh, has dissipated? I do think so. I think maybe there was a big change, big a big shift in the show. Um, you know, maybe like a casting change or something that that has affected you deeply. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm a little concerned, uh, just you know, for for your enjoyment of the show, because we're we're doing this together. This is a family yeah. experience. Exactly. Um, family experience, but wow. Okay, I guess we didn't all just grow up together in the same household. <laughs> we are brothers. Yeah. This, oh my god, this is getting weird. That's why that's why the podcast is called the Yugi Bros. <laughs> no, Six that's, that's not. No, no, that's that's the lesser podcast about Yu Gi Oh. That is. Uh, <laughs> All right, all right, we're cool guys with chain. No, 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 we're the Yugi boys. <laughs> the problem that we haven't settled on a, on a firm name to include in the podcast and actually call this podcast by has now resulted in us confusing ourselves with our rival <laughs> podcast. I like that though. I like yeah. that we don't know what's going on. I think it's it's good for it's good for the show. You know, it keeps it like thematically appropriate with the show that we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess so. Well, let let me uh, let me just like conclude my thoughts here by saying that uh, you know I, I I I'm not gonna say I'm not enlightened anymore because I feel like my disappointment stems from a few factors in these episodes. The primary one being the change in Tristan's voice actor. Yes. But an additional one being just that like you could tell that the previous three episodes with the return of Kaiba were like big episodes and they probably put 
most of their money into those episodes for like the early part of the season. And once they're done with that, now we're going back down into like, you know, if you rank your episodes like A, B, and C, right, where the A ones are the ones that get all the attention, all the money, all whatever. The B ones are the ones that are, you know, somewhat good. And then the C episodes are the ones that like, you know, they, they give to the interns to do for like $5. We're, we're in C episode tier. Are you trying to uh, say Joey versus Rex Raptor is a C tier duel? Yeah. Wow. That's what I'm so saying. So are you saying from like just an animation perspective or writing perspective as well? Well, both, because it's it's a combination of factors where it's Ooh-wee. like ev- everybody. The, the writing is top notch. No, the, it's not. In the, first the, the writing the, is not top notch in the entire series, but uh, the the storyline arc of this battle had me popping off several times throughout throughout the Rex battle. Well, yeah, maybe you saw something that I didn't then, which is why I'm hoping you know. I'm not going to argue understand. with the Bakora stuff because that was D tier in my mind, like just bottom of the barrel. Guys, 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 we'll, we'll talk about it. Let's let's get into the episode. Let's start. Let's start. All right. Begin. So episode 11 starts where episode 10 left off where um, the big goon guy, Kimo is his name, uh, mm-hmm. has taken Mokuba. And we commented last week about how the, the gang had no idea that Mokuba was gone <laughs> as they're celebrating the victory. They just and lost track. kind of missed it. We open this episode and they all think he's playing hide and seek. Which I thought was, you know, just absolutely superb way of getting around the fact that you completely ignored a yeah, major plot good. point in the previous episode. <laughs> um, so they vow to save Mokuba and they head off on their way. And then they start talking about dueling and we find out that Tristan has cards and Tristan wants to be a duelist now. Which, you know, I guess with a new voice actor you have to have a complete new character arc as well. Oh, of course. Well, that's... This is the theory, right? Like, me and Kyle were talking about this somewhat recently, where it's like, for the first ten episodes, Tristan's just like a bumbling loser who does nothing of consequence. <laughs> so it made sense for his voice to be like this. But but now that he's like, has determination and wants to, like, accomplish things and is trying to be a good friend, it's like, oh. It's like they, they, they did all these episodes, like, one by one and hired the voice actor based on, like, the first ten episodes only and then realized, like, 11 episodes in. Oh, wait, Tristan starts doing things now. We have to get somebody new. So that's what they did. And now he just sounds like uh, a generic, like, I'm ready to go, friend, cool guy. He's a tough it's guy. Like, and it's like, man, that's just not fun. My, my contention with that theory, though, is they don't do anything with his character. They, 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 he has one other moment like this in the rest of the show, or at least the rest Which of the season. So. But, I mean, even, like, these whole th- all three of these episodes, it feels like Tristan has gone from, like, bumbling idiot to determined cool guy friend. <sighs> They're definitely I mean, trying to change him up a little bit. I guess that's fine. He's, he still but... doesn't do anything, but no, no, it's no, like no. every time he talks, now it's like he talks with a lot more, like, Gusto. coolness, you know? Well, so my main, my main issue with this Tristan wants to be a duelist thing is this never comes back up as far as I remember, and... I think it's entirely served as a plot point to give Joey the the like tag team card that he never uses again. That, yeah, that that he also uses for these episodes and then never again for the rest of the show. And I just <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's definitely what it was. I feel like it's it's a super ham-fisted thing to get home the subplot of the episode that's Joey and his friends and mm-hmm. and Joey's like like I mean, we'll go through the episode, but but Joey's basic arc over these two episodes is he he feels like everyone's accusing him of using his friend's help too much, 
and he's pushing back and trying to do things on his own. But then he realizes, well, actually, friendship is a good thing, and friends want to help because they care about you, not because they're babying you. Um, and this Tristan lending the card thing only served to remind Joey that friends help each other. Yes. Um, rather than, like, have anything to do with Joey long-term, be a staple of his deck in any future duel. <laughs> so it felt a little ham-fisted, like, that... The the Joey Tristan Tristan friendship storyline uh, seemed very like ham fisted into this episode where like they were buddy buddy the entire show and then you know it, if th- this felt a little weird. They're best friends, Mark. They are. They were always best friends until this episode when when Joey <laughs> shoved Tristan or whatever. Well, we was don't know because the they Japanese didn't. Sh- version. They, they didn't show us what happened. Oh, it was very much something that was censored. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I have to. It had to have been. I've actually been watching a lot of like, you know, top ten changes in the Yu-Gi-Oh dub Gross. videos on YouTube. Are they ten minutes and two seconds long? Uh, well, I th- I've watched like top fifty. I've watched like ones that go through every episode, but I obviously haven't watched every episode. This, of this is disgusting. That's, like, a million episodes, and like, Real bad joke. Y- you know, like it's just a thing to do when you feel like, like you know just kind of like there's, zoning out for a few hours like where you don't want to you just want to forget like your life for a little a little bit you just kind of like look at your computer screen and you know you're not there anymore you're, you're not you're not conscious you know you're just kind of consuming content um the point being I, I watched these uh these videos and wow man this is like a completely different show like it, it's not like the Overall, it's like the same basic idea, but almost every line is like the completely different in terms of like context and and nuance and everything. Um, so it's uh, it's kind of interesting actually. I'm not going to say that the original is definitely a better show, but it's undoubtedly a very different show. All right. Well, uh... one one of these days we should watch some of that stuff. I think we should. Well, that, think we we'll, should. Like the hundredth episode of the podcast, we'll we'll do that. Hundredth episode. Yeah. We, well, what we should do is we should start over from the beginning after we finish <sighs> this podcast and watch the entire Japanese version and do a podcast about every episode of the Japanese. Version. I will. I will check back in with you in twenty more episodes of this of this podcast and see if you still feel that way. <laughs> we'll be doing this podcast when we're forty. Oh, so like for like two more years. I, I'm sorry. How old are you? Shut up. Oh, uh, you know, let's let's move on. <laughs> um, the jokes keep coming. They they're not getting better though. Uh, so anyway, we have the whole Tristan Joey friendship thing. Uh, spat. We cut. They don't spat yet. We cut away to Mai. Um, she is lamenting the fact that she lost to Joey. Well, she, mm-hmm. she she can't enjoy dueling anymore. Yeah, yeah. She be, she's be, she's beating some nobody who's like absolutely lost his mind that he lost to her. Yeah. Um, and and she's like, man, I can't even enjoy that I'm beating this guy and have eight starships or something like that, and I'm about to make it into the castle. Uh, and she kind of like vows to get Joey out of the tournament somehow, which I don't really understand her motives for needing like. I, I would get why she would want revenge on Joey, but I feel like knocking him out of the entire tournament is a little excessive for... Well, what, what she's doing doesn't make much sense. 
Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why she's going this route. Yeah, so ba- basically the route she goes is um, Rex shows up and... Oh, the uh, Dino Duelist? It's me, Rex Raptor, the Dino Duelist! The, right, yeah, Rex the Dino Duelist. The top Dino Duelist. Top, number one in the world, number two in the regional cha- tournament. Um, comes and, and challenges her because she basically like made him a fool on the boat mm-hmm. like ten episodes ago. And uh, she says, I'm not going to duel you because you're not worth my time. But if you knock Joey out of the tournament, then then I'll duel you. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really make sense that she lost to Joey. So somebody else has to beat Joey in order to face her. Yeah. It's generally not how tournaments work, I think. Um, also, just uh, just real fast, I just want to, you know, just want to point out that Rex refers to Joey and I had to rewatch this like scene like ten times because he says it so fast. But he refers to Joey as a amateurish Rex. I can't believe Maya agreed to duel me just for stomping this amateurish Rex. <laughs> Does he really? Did I yeah. miss Wait, that? What? He, How did I miss he that? He says it so incredibly fast. He's like, oh, that Joey is an amateurish Rex. And, but like, <laughs> I, I, I turned oh on God. subtitles and he says amateurish Rex. I mean, we've already established that I watch with the subtitles on for every episode. I don't know how you I found that. a few gaffes in the subtitles. I must. I, I can't believe I missed that. That's insane. Yeah, it was real good. That is a t- That's pretty good, though. That's uh, Amateurist Rex. You know, yeah. Okay. Uh, top tier quote. Pretty good. Um, but yeah, so that, I mean, basically that all sets up that uh, Maya and Rex then find the gang who just happen to be, you know, across the field from where they are. Of course. Um, on this giant island. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was weird. Like, it seemed like every duelist on the island was just in the middle of, like, a field that's, like, in- <laughs> surrounded by trees. Like, they're just, like, in some random spot. So it's just... You know, you'd think that it would be harder for for people to run into each other so easily, but you, you I, don't think. Know, I guess I guess everybody just funnels to the same place and just kind of chills there. You would also think it'd be easier to find them within like the span of ten hours in a day, while also having four or five different duels go on. Yeah, no, we haven't even gotten to the first uh, night on on Duelist Kingdom. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll oh, get there. we're about to. We're close. We're oh, close. We're, and but, what a great know. night that was! Border borderline pornographic night. Okay, let's, let's see. Let's just finish up the Rex. Let's keep it PG. Uh, I mean, they did, but barely. Uh, all oh, right, that's so, actually when we get. That'll be funny when we get to that. Yeah, oh, well, I got the, I got something to say when we get to that. Oh boy, I'm sure you do, Joey. Jesus Christ. Uh, so the Rex and my encounter the gang. They challenge Joey. Everybody's babying Joey, saying you can't you can't battle this guy. Blah 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 blah. Um. I jotted down a quote from Tristan because th- th- this is where like the shove happens and and mm-hmm. um, the actual rift in the the uh, bonded friendship that will never break. So they're all like trying to. Joey is all in. He he wants to, he wants to um, duel Rex and, and prove that he can do it and doesn't want Yugi's help and all this stuff. And everyone's like, Joey, you know, just relax. Like you you got a lot to think about. You got your sister to think about. All this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. And Mini Serenity's flashback. Yeah. Oh God. Every, man, I I wrote down. There. I think we had like three flashbacks in this episode. Yeah. It was that was there was one flashback that was hype and and kind of I popped off a little bit. But the flashback noise is still is still an emotional trigger for me. That of course, you know of I'm, I'm gonna end up in therapy over. <laughs> um, I hope not. Uh, the the gang's trying to get Joey to like hang back and 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 eventually I forget if it's Maya Rex but one of them says come on Joey like. Do you have to ask mommy's permission or something? And 
Tristan responds in Joey's place, says, I hope you guys don't mind, but little Joey won't be coming out to duel today. Maybe once he grows up, we can arrange a play date. I hope you guys don't mind, but little Joey won't be coming out to duel today. Maybe once he grows up, we can arrange a play date. Oof. I was like, holy shit. Like, you, you just you can't say that about your buddy when he's right there. Yeah, that was, like, that that was, was just, like bizarrely cruel. Yeah, that yeah, but, I mean, that's like not something you say about a friend just at all. No, no. Yeah. And he just bodies Joey with it, like so casually too. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely like that. Took me aback. It was like I thought these guys were friends. Mm-hmm. I, I like rolled back in my chair and everything. I was, I was so thrown off. Um, and and so that's where Tristan quote unquote shoves Joey, uh, or other way around. Joey shoves Tristan, and you know we don't know what exactly happened, but Tristan seems uh, pretty upset. He goes runs off, and um, Yugi chases after him. And then we uh, we kick off the duel, and I mean, if there was ever a duel to showcase how much Joey doesn't know about dueling, <laughs> I feel like this was the duel. We open up straight up, and and Rex is like, "Oh, I bet you don't even know that my deck gets a field power bonus here. Field power bonuses are back, by the way." Oh, what what do you know? Another field, field power, power bonus. bonus. Yeah, I, I'm so sick of the field power <laughs> bonus. Don't worry. Once we get in the castle, there's no more because we're not in the fields anymore. <laughs> Um, but Joey like has a cutaway with the camera where he's like, I can't even tell one field from another, let alone knowing how to take advantage of them. It's like, I mean, it's on the holographic board thing. Like, I I get how like maybe meadow and like forest might look similar in some instances, but like we dueled on an ocean field the other day with Mako. We do like we're dueling on mountain fields. Like I feel like you could tell these fields apart very he, easily. He should have gotten it by now. I, I feel like yeah, it's you know kindergarten level should be should be able to tell yeah. fields apart. So Joey starts off the duel and in his hand he's got Baby Dragon and Time Wizard and he's like oh this, this is my combo like you know I got an easy win here I'll just play Baby Dragon and Time Wizard evolve him and it'll be great. Mm-hmm. So he plays Baby Dragon. Baby Dragon immediately gets wiped out, and Joey's like, "Wait, what? I I didn't get the chance to play my combo." And it's like, just the the amount that they dumbed him down. Like he's already won a duel, and it's built up as he's been training with Gramps forever to to learn how to duel. And like like there's just the disconnect of of you can't play your combo all in one turn. Maybe like just wait it out a little bit. Or, or, or try and set it up some other way. Yeah. We started off this duel on a real low note. For oh, me yeah. personally, this turns around, and, and we'll get there. But this duel started off as one of the worst episodes in, in this show. And I know we're only 11 episodes in, but th- this was rough. To get I mean, it was a shame to see to see Joey revert to stupidity. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's going to happen Every like single every episode going forward, where he duels. <laughs> so I mean, there there was a really great line after you know Joey makes himself look like an idiot. Taya just like yells from the sidelines, "We're all right behind you!" And then it just cuts to them, and it's just her. And, yeah. Like it, all, all of his friends have already abandoned him. And I absolutely love that. We're all we're all behind you, and then and then they have like a whole <laughs> flashback to to the to him get, or I guess it's not a flashback, but he just like thinks about the fact that he was ditched by both of his friends like, great great job taya <laughs> yeah uh but yeah so i mean after after taya says that we do cut away to to um tristan who's washing his face in a river or something uh-huh. yeah. and yugi goes and 
tells Tristan about how dueling is not about winning or losing. It's about being a strong big brother for Serenity and all this, all this <laughs> stuff about why Joey duels and needs yeah. to do it on his own. And I, I don't know that. I, I, I still don't think that the whole Tristan Joey friendship rift storyline should have been done. It just every time that it got brought up, it was like, why can you not understand that? Like, just be supportive of your friend. Like, you know. I would encourage him to make a good decision, but if he wants to do this, just let him do it. I don't know. It it just it felt really really weird that he was throwing such a hissy fit over Joey wanting to duel Rex. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta throw in you know those kinds of really 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 undercooked character development stuff mm-hmm. just because you need to have something else going on. You mm-hmm. know. Like it's just a this is lazy writing. That's all it is. Yeah, they need they need to give Tristan something well, to do. Wait, also, wait, Joe, did you just say lazy writing? I did, yes. Because in that same scene, Tristan refers to Rex Raptor as a freakosaurus. So I think you might need to take that back. Joey won't last two minutes against that conniving little freakosaurus. Best best insult ever in an episode. We, I know I know we just had Amatorus Rex, but you know, freakosaurus you know, is is the, the, on another this, level. The storyline writers were 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 you know clocking out early, but the <laughs> the people writing the dialogue for the English version were uh, were on top. You know, just it. just writing yeah, yeah. the first thing that came to mind. I guess. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so uh, you know, I guess it's like so that the story writers clocked out early and the the translators clocked out even earlier, but to the <laughs> point where they clocked out so early that what they came up with was so ridiculous and like, you know, they just went with it that it ends up wrapping around and, and being good. Uh, I mean, on the note of storyline writers taking the day off, um, we also make sure that the number two, uh, the, the duelist who plays second in the regional tournament also looks really weak and like a dumbass um, numerous times. And, and, and the first one here where, um, Joey plays the Time Wizard face down. In, in the uh, magic slot, by the way. Just, you know. Yes. That's the thing yeah. that can happen. Um, well, like, it was it was one of those moments where he plays it face down, and I'm just like, why wouldn't Rex attack it as a face down monster? But then it's like, what, is, it, is it a magic card now? Is that what we're I doing? Think, I mean, he summons a monster, too. So it's not even like, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so when, when Joey says he puts the Time Wizard face down, which if you're going to say it out loud, why would you, you know, why, why would you put it face down, even, at that point? Um, my warns Rex, and Rex is like, oh, yeah, that's the card that must have beat my. And Rex says that he doesn't believe Joey would know how to use the Time Wizard. To to which I would say... It's really tough. It's, it's clear that Joey has no idea the effect that the Time Wizard is going to have on the cards. He doesn't know how field power bonuses affect anything. He doesn't he didn't know how it was going to affect his monsters in Mai's battle. We'll see in future episodes he doesn't know how it affects other like other opponents monsters. Yeah. So he might not know what the effect is going to be, but he knows how to use the card. And then we'll see later in this battle that I'm not even sure Rex knows what the effect is going to be. <laughs> so yeah, nobody just, knows for sure. This line really came across to me as one of the most lazy things in the episode. Of just like, why would you like? I understand it's it's like 
popular or, or, or cliche even to call Joey stupid and, and make fun of him for being a bad duelist. But if he's demonstrated the knowledge to use a card before, he'll probably be able to figure it out again. And I, I just feel like you could have gone out, gone with like something other than I don't think he'll know how to use it without Yugi's help. Yeah. I mean, I guess to be fair, Joey did just for no reason play Baby Dragon earlier and didn't play Time Wizard. So I guess it's fair to say like, oh, this guy's a freaking idiot who doesn't know how to use cards. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Joey doesn't make a good case for himself. but No, he really doesn't. But but then, so right after this, um, Joey summons the Flame Swordsman, who yes. I think is a ritual summon, but he you know doesn't matter anyway. It, it's a fusion, but don't worry fusion. about it. Fusion, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, and Rex, again, showing his masterful duelist uh, that, that he is, attacks the Flame Swordsman, despite my protesting that he shouldn't attack the Flame Swordsman. And then we find out, dinosaurs for whatever reason are vulnerable to fire yeah of course they are yeah dude not only did joey not know that but also rex did not know that <laughs> and jo- and the flame swordsman wins and it's just we we move on the dino duelist doesn't know his card's only weakness <laughs> guys 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 you're 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 worrying about things too much you know you're letting it get to you just, yeah, okay but like yeah. If you if, even if you look at it as as just the lens of an anime battle, like like we like we tried to do on this show to to pick the positive points out, mm-hmm. you still should be able to like like whether dino dinos are actually weak to fire in the real card game or not. I don't think they are. If you're gonna call it canon that it's weak to the weak to fire in the game, then the dino duelist who specializes in dino monsters and uses them in every one of his duels, despite half of these monsters that he uses being dragons in this one, should know the weakness to his own monsters. Yeah. And if you want to play it, if you even if you want to do the, well, he didn't actually know, they have already taken the liberty to do whatever they want with cards. <laughs> you, can ha- you can have Joey play Curse of Dragon, and then Rex attacks Curse of Dragon, and then Joey plays the Burning Lands magic card, and all of a sudden Curse of Dragon is a fire-type monster and burns all the dragons and kills them. You can do that if that's how you want to do it and surprise Rex with it. But, like, I just, I can't buy into Rex not understanding his own deck's weakness. It, it is pretty weird. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for the part where you say this episode gets good. It's, Mark. well, episode Ooh. 11 wasn't. Episode 12 Ooh. was good. Oh, episode 12. Episode 12, we pop off. Okay. Oh, uh, episode 12, there were absolutely zero complaints. There's one complaint, okay. Okay. but zero complaints. Okay, so let's finish off this episode. So the the episode finishes off with Joey draws Tristan's card. I, actually, wait, actually, I want to stop off one second. Um, before, right before Joey draws Tristan's card, I feel like like Heart of the Cards, like it's a thing that Yugi says a lot, and Yugi and the gang subscribe to, and a, a lot of other people call it nonsense. But it seemed like Rex had a Heart of the Cards moment. So he's I I forget what he says specifically, but it's something like oh I just I just need to draw my strongest monster to to be able to deal with the flame swordsman, and immediately like he he has like this moment where he looks at his deck, and then immediately draws the card. It's like oh, wait is this is this actually a thing that persists to multiple characters? Because I, I think that's a really cool. everyone can use the heart of the. Cards. I think Rex believes in the heart of the cards. I'm willing to believe that. There's no way Rex believes in the heart of the cards. <laughs> I, 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 I... I think Rex maybe believes in the heart of the cards. I will not accept that as as a point of conversation, and I'm moving on because of this. 
Okay. <laughs> Joey has his heart of the cards moment, draws the card Tristan gave him earlier that yeah. he has no idea how to use, and, and plays it. And they, there's this whole like tag team power bonus that we'll never see again. Oh, well, actually, I one thing I really liked is that, because right around now is when Tristan like comes back and is like, I got oh, yeah. your back, bro. And, in fact, he says the words, that's what being a buddy is all about. Just, you know, stupid. But Great. I just love how he just runs from, like, a mile away. And he's like, play my card, bro. And it's like, how does he even know Joey has his card in his hand? <laughs> uh, I, so when Tristan came back, the part that I loved is Yugi was with Tristan. Yeah. And Tristan comes back and says that line. And they cut, like, they pan over to Yugi. And Yugi looks up at Tristan's like, oh, hey. Like, hey, you're back. <laughs> It's like, but you were with him. <laughs> like, you guys came back together. So, yeah, the episode ends with the battle guards doing something that they don't do, and, you know, everything <laughs> looks great. <sighs> they protect each other because they're friends. Uh, what, one of them is a battle god, though, Kyle. I would just like to... Wait, I don't think that's right. It's not. But, so when 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 they were get, when they were exchanging the cards earlier in the episode, the subtitles... For Joey's card, uh, said the Swamp Battle God, <laughs> and then later in the episode when it's played, it says Swamp Battle Guard. Yeah, and I was just like, "What? So which one? <laughs> which one is it?" Because I have to write it down for my notes. It's it's Battle Guard. It is. I uh, I did I did end up looking it up, but it was just like I they put on like like they didn't even have time to subtitle this episode. They just put on like the Google auto translate. <laughs> These subtitles are more trouble than they're worth. <laughs> hey, they're, hey, that let me find Amateurist Rex, okay? They're worth a lot. Subtitles aren't always bad. Uh, yeah, so that so that episode ends. Um, Rex does the standard villain thing of alluding to having a more powerful monster, and we see the red-eye silhouette. Yeah. Um, and so we start off the next episode, and Rex, you know, almost immediately summons the, the red-eyes black dragon, which... Iconic card. For, oh, for yeah. Mark for Mark personally, big pop-off moment. This is one of my favorite cards in Duel Monsters altogether. Um, can, can we can we talk about real fast that yeah. uh, that Rex Raptor, the number one dino duelist, his like five best cards are all dragons? Yeah, that I it, it did it did Are dragons dinosaurs? Uh, oh well that, no. there's a question. No, absolutely not. Dragons are <laughs> mythical creatures. And dinosaurs are actual beings that existed in prehistoric times. We don't know that dragons didn't exist in the the universe of yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. Tell Joey. We don't know that. All right, I'm done with this. Okay, so so the the friendship cards immediately die. Yeah, in in one shot too, which which I like that Joey acknowledged also that, that he destroyed my monsters with one shot, and I was like, yeah, that is a little weird. I don't think it's supposed to do that. <laughs> no. Um, we make our own rules here on Duelist Kingdom. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. It's Red Eyes Black Dragon. He's super cool. Yeah. Love him. I popped off. Actually, it did make sense when he destroyed both of them because remember, like it, it was the whole bit where it's like you know if they defend together, they also die together. And I thought yeah, that they was did, like they did there, make there's it... some logic there. I think that makes sense. I mean, it's like, not correct. If, if there was a yeah, card yeah. effect, if they, well, if there was a hypothetical card effect where like. You know, one defends the other. It w- it it wouldn't be a terrible like balancing factor to make it so that like if you destroy one, you destroy both. Well, so know. so one thing I liked about this moment was I wrote it down in my notes to con- like uh, like my future consideration section mm-hmm. of, of like 
hey, th- this was a thing that happened. Let's see if it ever happens again. Um, and I wrote I wrote this moment down. I was like, they died together. That seems like something that wouldn't happen in the normal car game unless there was like a special effect. I wonder if they'll keep that consistent. And right after I wrote it down, I remembered, I don't think we ever see these cards again. No. And I immediately erased it. Yeah. yeah I don't think you have anything to worry about. Yeah, so... I, those, those cards didn't test well with the fans. So they, they <laughs> the Swamp to... and Lava Battle Guard. Yeah, were not yeah the Swamp and Lava Battle Guard just didn't go over who, that hot. Who yeah. deflected like a magical shot with his, with his little spiky club. Yeah. I mean, like, at, at the end of this duel, like... You know, Joey doesn't need them anymore. No, you know? they were they were almost useless in in the grand scheme of the duel. Um, again, so one thing like we talked in the last episode about how Rex was really had had a few dumb moments. Mm-hmm. This episode, I think they got a different writing team in the booth, and we we transitioned Rex in in you know the the length of the theme song to this episode from one of the dumbest duelists ever. To potentially the smartest duelist in this entire show. And it comes from this singular moment. Rex remembers that Joey has the Time Wizard on the field. It may be a bold claim. But this might be the only time in this entire show. That a duelist remembers a card that his opponent played more than one turn ago. It very well might be. I really like I like that moment way too much. It's just like, oh my god, Rex knows he's got the time I'm glad that that was a pop-off moment for you. I hope that you will continue to track that going forward to see if any other duelists Oh, you know I will. You yeah, know I will remember. That's important because I think you're right. If if it's true that there is no other no other instance of a duelist remembering a card that was played more than a turn ago. Then yeah, this is definitely the. the they very well move. might not be. Yeah, they very well might not be. I, it, it yeah, man, that tickled me. That tickled me something fierce. Um, but <laughs> to his detriment, he still didn't think that Joey knew how to use it. Uh, and so he tried, thinking he had the duel one. He tries to, uh, and and knowing that he would have my waiting in the wings, he tries mm. to like get ahead of the game. It's like oh, I can, if I can get that time wizard then I'll also be able to beat Mai as well. And so he wagers red eyes, uh, his his own red eyes, versus the time wizard in Not, not the deck. smartest move. Not the smartest move. Probably could have gotten the time wizard for a lesser valuable card. Probably. Than his red eyes. But also... Oh, I was pretty hyped when, when Joey was like, yeah, let's fucking do it, idiot. I'm going to beat you, you know? <laughs> like, that was, that was pretty hyped. Because, like, Joey was like, yeah. The confidence was necessary there. Jo- Joey's confidence was a big pop-off for me. Like, yeah, that was the necessary. The Joey-Tristan stuff really, like, kind of sucked. But Joey's internal character arc that they built over these two episodes was really what popped me off. Like, in, in the last episode, there was a flashback with Tristan saving him from a gang. It triggered me at, at the start because it was a flashback. But then, like, it kind of tied together why Joey was acting the way he did at the beginning of the episode where he was defiant about wanting to duel Rex even though everyone was saying he wasn't strong enough for Rex. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, jo- Joey's confidence that he was going to win the duel despite the duel ending on a coin flip. <laughs> um, well, you know, it was it was, it was it was a coin flip, but it was a hype coin flip. You know? Yeah, sure. Hey, I, they, I thought, they tricked us for a sec. I, I thought it was going to land on the skull, but it didn't. I really, I really thought Joey was going to say it wasn't a coin flip. It was a spinner. 
and I was no, about no, to get no, really no. mad. <laughs> I thought, I mean, obviously I know it was a spinner, but I wasn't going to call you out on that. I, I, thought, I thought you were, you were going to call me out on that. But, but <laughs> yeah, so Joey plays, Joey plays the Time Wizard and, you know, remembers how to use it, thank God. Yeah. Um, and my future consideration notes come in handy here because Joey's last battle with my Time Wizard just activated. Used its time effect, no questions asked. In this one, we had the spin arrow. Yeah. And we had to sit there and wait for the thirty seconds of it of it spinning around and all the cutaways to people with their shocked faces of what's it's gonna land on. And hey, it almost landed on the bad thing. It did almost it was, land on the bad thing. It was a close thing. one. I mean, I mean, to be fair, it did land on the bad thing. <laughs> it, it, it stopped and then they, they did the, the classic stop and then oh, let's give it a little more. Heart of the cards? Heart of the cards. Oh, oh. It's just heart of the cards. Heart of the um, cards. So so yeah, so then we have the whole now. This was the biggest pop-off moment for me. Red Eyes popped me off. I love them. Red mm-hmm. Eyes, super cool. Time Wizard, whatever voice effect that they got for Time Wizard saying time <laughs> magic. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. so good. That I, was good. That, and the animation was super clean with all the stuff. Like, I mean... It, it just, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there, there were some great time travel visuals going on. I, was, I couldn't focus on it because I was too busy hearing Yugi, I think it was Yugi, say, uh, Aeons are passing within the span no, no, of no, no, seconds. No, that was Rex. Come on, dude. Come was on. it Rex? Yeah, I, I, I wrote it down. It I wrote it down. It was, it was awesome, so ridiculous. Uh, that was a great line. The entire space-time continuum was speeding out. Of, it was. Uh, you started with something like, like Joey, you idiot. The entire space-time continuum was speeding out of control. Aeons are passing like seconds. You jerk! Look what you've done! The entire space-time continuum is speeding out of control! Eons are passing like seconds! Um, Rex? Rex? Honestly, I think this entire episode was just dedicated to... to The writers dedicated their time to making Rex be the most memorable character he could be for his last shining moment in this series. Because mm-hmm. he had an... He had another great quote earlier when he's fighting with Mai about um, trading red eyes for, for Time Wizard. And mm-hmm. Mai calls him a snake for going back on their deal. <laughs> he goes, I'm no lousy snake. I'm a dinosaur. You know that. I'm no lousy snake. I'm a dinosaur. You know that. Yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> oh, my I was, gosh. I, I was popping off this entire... Well, the first half of this episode, I was I was popping off. Oh, the Just, second half of this episode didn't do it for you, huh? The second half of this episode grinded to a screeching halt because everything that is filler in this show is absolutely, like, just the most boring stuff to get through. It oh, is, I love filler. Fill me up with that filler. No, absolutely not. I need I need that meat. I, give, me, give me a good meat sauce. I don't want I don't want just empty carbs in the pasta. Right, well, I'm telling you right now that the, the Rex Raptor Joey duel is not meat. That, that's, that's fucking bread. Hey, just uh, remind me later to save the clips of Mark saying, I need meat, and Joey <laughs> saying, fill me up with the filler. I just, I just want to you know, save them for later. That's fine. <laughs> make, the, uh, make the soundboard, so, you know. So, yeah, the yeah. Third se- so the second season of this podcast is we watch through the Japanese episodes. The third season of this podcast is we watch through season one and two and, and analyze our own quotes. Yeah. I like the sound of that. Yeah, we, we do a... Of uh, commentary on our own podcast episodes. That's that is something that nobody needs to see. Least all of all right. us. Anyway, Joey wins the duel. Yeah. Red Eyes gets fossilized. 
Uh, Joey has four, four star chips, so 40% of the way into the castle to save Serenity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then, like, just immediately cut to the filler. Like, there was no oh, post-battle wait, 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 sequence. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah? We, we got to talk about the incredibly stupid, like, back and forth between Joey and Tristan. When he oh, was, like, right. getting I mean, off, he was like, give me five, bro. Hang five, pal. Bring her <laughs> here, buddy. And then Tristan just shoves Joey to the floor. I did it. Hey, you're the man, Joey. Yeah, you know it. Coming right at you, man. Give me some skin, bro. Up high or down low. I mean, well, shoves in, in air quotes because we, we, well, don't, yeah, know we, we don't know exactly He's what kinda, happens. They, they cut to Joey on the ground. Yeah. You can't show shoving. Actually, I read a really good YouTube comment today that I thought was really funny. Where like, it, it was talking, you know, it was during one of these, like I said, Yu-Gi-Oh top twenty-five changes videos. Um, the comment was like, you know, four kids colon, uh, you know, we have to edit out the shoving, and then it says under that SpongeBob, oh man, we killed the health inspector. We have to hide him in the freezer. <laughs> so like SpongeBob, they they make jokes about but they were on different health networks. inspectors, but. They run different know. networks. Kids WB cannot show shoving. I, I don't know. I feel like if Nickelodeon can can talk about murdering health inspectors and hiding their bodies in freezers, then I feel like I feel like Kids WB can get away with the shoving. Well, but the health see Joey, the health inspector was a fish, and we we know that we kill fish because we eat them, so that's okay. I mean, I don't know. Even Arthur punching DW, as I've mentioned before, was more violent than this. <laughs> Nothing to that. Like, We're just gonna let that hang. No, no reaction. Surely you guys have seen that. That I have. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but that's it, that's more violent than any of the the things that happen. In, yeah, but uh, I I just don't care about other shows. I'm I'm here for Yu Gi Oh. This is this is my life. <sighs> Aren't we all? All right, let's continue in the second half of this episode already. Um, I mean, what even noteworthy happens? They go to camp. My shows go to up the at the camp. Mai shows up and Mai starts being friendly with them. And Mai's like, but like Why fake am I hanging friendly? out with these losers? Like she's bossing everybody around. Yeah, but she's like, she's having like, you know, internal conflict. You know what I mean? Like she's starting to think, you know, maybe I should have friends. I, I, I did like that she was like, oh, Taya, by the way, like while the boys are doing all the like sweaty work, they have showers over there that you can go shower in. And then the next time we see Taya, it's like a makeshift shower set up at the campsite. Yeah, that yeah was of something. course. It's like, where, where was the shower? <laughs> like, in the Japanese version, Tristan and Joey try to get in and look at Taya while she's Oh, showering. gosh. They're, like, crawling on the floor, like, salivating, and then Maya Is that actually true? Them or something. Yeah. Ew. I mean, oh, God. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Maya gets in the shower with her at some point. Yeah, but that's okay. Because because there's some rustling in the bushes that we never revisit again. Oh, God. Can, can we just talk about how, like, when, I, I guess it was Taya or someone was like, Oh, I thought I heard something, and they just like cut to the bushes, and I guess Bakur from school's eyes are just glowing red. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that was either Bakura from school or Panic. I like to we, think we it was Bakura which. from school, though. It was definitely Bakura from school. It had to be. Um, you guys are spoiling the, the future episodes, though. Don't worry Dude, about shut it. Shut up. Don't worry about it. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't remember it was Panic. Well, you know now, so let's, God let's move damn it, on. guys. <laughs> this isn't the one where she's trapped in the hourglass, right? No. Okay, that's, that's, like that's, in like, that's in like 80 episodes. 
<laughs> we'll get there. That's Merrick, not Panic. Was that actually okay? I thought that might have been after Merrick too. Anyway, um, I'm pretty sure it was implied to be Bakura from school because it's after, probably Bakura from school. After uh, Mai runs away and has her whole like, oh, I I can't why like why did I enjoy hanging out with losers? And she's like, well, <laughs> I I can't have friends. I get too soft. But but maybe I should have friends. But I have to win duels. But friends are kind of fun. Internal conflict. It's, it's tough. It's conflict. tough. Yeah, she gets she gets kidnapped by somebody. Spoilers. Yeah, we have no idea. Spoilers. Never, never seen this Man. person before. Yeah. Um, but a- after all of that, we cut back and Bakura just like casually walks out of the bushes. We're like, oh, hey guys, and uh, and the gang's like, oh, we we thought we had to be scared for a second, and I'm sure evil Bakura is behind the Millennium Ring smiling at that comment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Also, like, no one bats an eye at all that just their their friend, Bakura from school, is just on this island, and he just shows up out of nowhere. Like, no one cares. I, I like when he phases through the bushes. I love that Taya was like, I knew I saw him all around, and, and nobody was like, what are you talking about, Taya? Like, here's the thing. Like, if I went on vacation, and, like, I'm just, like, camping somewhere, and then Mark just shows up out of the bushes... Like, I don't care that I know why, him. I'm gonna... Why would I show up out of the bushes? Well, because you're a creep, okay? Oh, but I, would, I, would, okay. I would be concerned. Like, I, I wouldn't just be like, oh, it's Mark from podcast. You'd be like, what are you doing in the bushes? Exactly. No, no I'm more concerned that. about the bushes than I am about Bakura being there. Because, like, <laughs> they, they, it's it's reasonable to assume that maybe Bakura was a duelist. So, like, maybe he, that somehow he ended up I on guess. the island to duel. But like, you would at least say, like, oh, Bakura, I didn't know you are a duelist. <sighs> Yeah, something like that would be good. Um, I don't know. This show does this a lot where it's like it characters show up and then it's just like, you know, we're just supposed to go with it. Like they don't, yeah. nobody questions anything. It's just kind of like, yeah, we're, you know, we're just moving on. So so this, this is, is the benefit of is. taking notes though over the course of these episodes because I can go back in my notes and I can tell you that when Bakura has shown up the other two times prior in this episode... Um, it's once on the boat, and, and she says, hey, isn't that Bakura from school? And Tristan says, yeah, that is Bakura from school. What's he doing here is, is like, the sentiment. And then, but then the other time is when they're walking up the million Machu Picchu steps to the castle that they have to walk back down. Um, she sees him in the woods, and she doesn't say that it was Bakura. She just says she thought she saw something. So I would like to imagine that Joey and Yugi have no idea that Bakura has been sighted. So when Taya is like, I knew I saw him around, they just they just take that and accept it, and they're like, oh, yeah, I guess you've been seeing Bakura all over the place, mm, even though none of us knew he was point. here. That's interesting, yeah. I guess Yugi and Joey never did get clued into Taya's Bakura suspicions. The only people that, that know that Bakura should be there are Tristan and Taya. Yeah. So we should have had, like, Joey and Yugi should have said, what's he doing here? But even at that point, like, Tristan and Taya also act like like they can't believe that he's there. Like, they saw him. I, like, I can understand Taya seeing him in the woods, and she might have been like, oh, well, that was far off. Maybe I was just seeing things. They saw him on the boat, though. And, like, when he came out from the boat, he made a sound when he, when he opened the door, and that's how they knew to hide behind something when they saw him. So like, they knew he was there. They knew he was on the island. I don't understand why they were... So shocked that he was like Taya acted like she had seen like a ghost the other two times, but it was very clearly not a ghost. The the time on the boat, 
I, I don't know. Just everything about Bakura from school bothers me. We are really in the weeds now. <laughs> Shut up. No, we're not. Just like Bakura. Bakura sends everybody to the Shadow Realm. We're, we're finishing this discussion. Bakura sends everyone to the Shadow Realm. He just he just goes for it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like hey, how about a quick duel? In Shadow the Shadow Realm. Realm. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, the whole like Millennium Ring like phases through his shirt and everything. And, yeah. Um, we have a whole Millennium Items thing. Cut to episode 13. There uh, there was something else in episode 12 where they all said their favorite card and Bakura stole their souls and put them in the card. That comes back in episode 13, so we have to say it here. Um, oh, and uh, Tristan and Taya have the lamest cards as their favorite cards. Oh, of course they do. I don't even know what Commander, whatever, com- uh, what, is, what is the name of the card? The something Commander? Commander. Captain yeah, Commander? I don't know. Yeah, Captain, Captain Commander, Commander, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Cyber Commander. I, I knew I wrote it down somewhere. I just couldn't find it in Captain the notes. Crunch. I'm gonna keep calling him Captain Commander. <laughs> wow. Um, That's good. I mean, at least Taya's card had a special effect that you know yeah. is, is super broken, and, and all the duelist has to do is cry. But um, <laughs> all right. So so I want to I want to start off episode 13. I like just pointing out that uh, we're gonna re- refer to him as Bakura from school for the rest of this podcast. But according oh, yeah. to Bakura from school, he is no longer Bakura from school. He is a thief and a stealer of souls. So Okay, so thief from the ring, we'll call him. Yes, you, it's one of the two. He's a Bakura from school or thief and stealer of yeah, souls. You can do that. Okay. He goes by no other names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, this duel was the most nothing duel that will ever exist in the show like mokuba's duel that was that lasted two turns i felt like it was a more meaty duel than this this is not a duel this is this is just a cute episode where you have was it cute friends fighting no 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 no. um like like in in the actual duel so the stakes are a little higher right like their lives are on the line you know it was fun this was blatant insubordinates from your duel monsters during insubordinates? a duel. Is that a word? I don't know if that's a word. I mean, I mean, it, insubordination. Insubordination. But that's maybe? like somebody like disobeying the rules. They disobeyed. They constantly dis. They there were three attacks launched by Yugi and Joey combined that were not called by Yugi, and in fact, he called them off the attacks Mark, every this time. Is not a card, Mark. This is not a card game. I know it's not a card game, but they have to listen. <laughs> Like, no, like they don't. No, they I would don't. like them to. They don't have to. They can do whatever they I would want like because they're listen. their own. They're their own people. So, so I. Oh man, I almost called him Merrick. Uh, Bakura it's from school. Merrick. You, you confusing Bakura with Merrick has me lost now. I mean, I, I feel like it's reasonable it's to, not, to be confused. It's not reasonable. They, there's no reference to Merrick. Why would you think it's Merrick? No, I, I didn't think it was Merrick when I watched like the show for the first time. I thought it was Merrick because in my head, like I remembered Bakura being possessed, and I remembered that it happened really early, and I also remembered that there was a guy named Merrick who I think possessed Bakura at some point, and also has white hair. So I just had all of this conflated into one. There's so much in of my that. memory. There's so much of that that's wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Worry about it. I'm sure. I'm sure it's completely wrong, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, that, that's all. That was in my oh, memory. Man. That wasn't necessarily what's real. Right. Like, I know now that this is just you know a thief, stealer of souls. Bakura from strategies whole. Bakura from schools. Bakura from strategies. <laughs> from strategies whole school is. Uh, 
Please continue. Bakura from school's whole strategy for this duel was uh, to get Yugi and his friends to keep attacking Morphing Jars, which makes Big Yugi discard his whole hand and and then eventually get all of Yugi's friends into the graveyard where they'll never be able to come back. I kind of like that. I think it's a cool strategy, but it was really lame to watch that strategy unfold because if if Yugi and Joey just listen to Big Yugi one time, the strategy blows up. It all blows up and there's there's no duel to be had. I mean, but like the whole point is that, you know, they're 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 not a uh, you know, jo- Joey's kind of a hothead and you know, all that all that stuff, you know. It's like characters. You know? Okay, but little Yugi's not a hothead. Yeah, but he's also like you know, a bit of a dumbass, I guess. He apparently doesn't know the spirit that's been living inside of him and takes him well, over for duels. Like, I also like I that, that where that that was that was pretty cool. Where it's like there was a Yugi that showed up on in in Yugi's favorite card, the Dark Magician. Even though we had Big Yugi dueling, and everyone was like, "What's going on here?" That's kind of weird. Thought that was fun. There was some acknowledgement, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. Like I I enjoyed that. Um, I didn't like that. Joey, or that Yugi didn't know that that he was any different during a duel. It was like, I, I think there's maybe a voice that talks to me sometimes. <laughs> Come on, bud. Oh, you, you know, sometimes. Sometimes. Whatever. Uh, the, other, the other thing that bothered me the most with this duel was the whole man-eater bug sequence. Um, so when, when Bakura from school ran out of morphing jars to play, he played a man-eater bug who's like I guess when you attack it, it destroys the monster that attacked it. Is that no, no? It after it's flipped up, you choose one monster on your opponent's side to destroy. Oh, okay. So I guess that makes a little bit more sense, but no, it doesn't. <laughs> well, so at the very so so the way the sequence went was they said we can't attack the man eater bug because it'll destroy somebody. So instead, we have to sacrifice somebody with with the trap card that Yugi played in order to kill the man-eater bug. Yep. So so when I was thinking about this, I was like, well, you're still going one for one. I don't understand. I don't understand the, like, the benefit of this. Yugi Prince just did, like, a petty move where it's like he didn't want Bakura from school to have the satisfaction of choosing, of, one. Uh, yeah. of choosing one. It's like, oh, I'll just, I'll just kill Joey myself. Yeah, but Joey wanted it though. Like you know. He, well, Tristan like, also wanted it, but it didn't matter which one it was. But remember, Tristan already died. He didn't want to die again. Yeah, he already, he already got sent to the Shadow Realm. You know, he didn't want to go back. The one reason, I well, Tristan said he wanted to go back. What are you guys talking oh, about? Oh wait, wait a sec, wait a sec, guys. I'm just making sure. We, we we skipped some major stuff here. Did we? Did we? Well, I mean, really, all we skipped was when <laughs> was when Joey attacks. White magic cat, he says, say goodbye to the cat in the hat. Say goodbye to the cat in the hat. And well, that was really I just, good. I just wanted to say that. So you can carry on. <sighs> Alright. <laughs> so so the reason I said that um Man Eater Bug letting Bakura from school choose which monster to discard makes it a little bit more sensical is if he had discarded Taya, then the entire ending sequence to the duel changes. Yeah, I guess. I don't know why he would have discarded Taya. I guess maybe he knew Taya's secret crying effect, which was a whole separate piece of bullshit, but... 
That was um, awesome. Joey, 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 you can't do this to me. You can't criticize me for popping off at Red Eyes and say that Taya crying brought back Monster Reborn was a pop-off moment for you. You can't do this to me. Nah, nah, I was just contradicting you All right, on that one. I, I, that, that moment wasn't that good. I'm I mean, gl- I'm glad I like got my anything that off. reminds me of Pokemon, the first movie, can't be all bad. But at Fair. the same time, like... You know. Okay, so so I will say it would have felt like a better moment if her crying revived the monster card, like like directly, but the fact that it was just like, like her crying means I can now activate her spell, which lets me get a magic card. It's like, yeah. Oh, but you could just get any magic card then. It's like it's like, what what if Joey was never sent to the graveyard? Then you could just get burning lands and burn the shadow realm and the series over. It's great. Also, there's a really there's a really weird thing during Taya's like crying moment, where like she cries on the card and when it zooms out for some reason they have her on the Dark Magician's card. Was did it? anyone else notice that? I didn't. Like they, I didn't they notice zo- that. But, they zoom uh, out and the card she's on has the Dark Magician's stats. It was really odd. That's interesting. I don't know. I don't know why they did that. I will say, uh, through watching my top twenty five changes from the uh, the the, 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 the Japanese version of the dub. Um, I've seen a lot where apparently one of the biggest things that four kids would do is mess with the cards that were on the field and in people's hands and all that stuff. Why? Um, because they've replaced the images on all of them. Because in the Japanese version, they look a lot more similar to what an actual Yu-Gi-Oh card looks like. Uh-huh. But because they have Japanese writing on them, they had to change all of it. Yeah. Um, at least they, they figured they had to change all of it because they thought that you know American kids would, would revolt if they saw like, why would Japanese they change writing. the actual cards in the hand? I don't, I don't know why, but they did. Like, there are multiple instances where like random like idiot duelists like Rex Raptor or something have a piece of Exodia in their hand and stuff for like a, a split second and, and stuff like that. And or like the Egyptian god cards show up in random people's hands. Oh, it goes all the way back. It goes all the way back to me saying Exodia being summoned was not a pop off moment because he was probably <laughs> there's no way he could not. It have was a pop off moment. I yeah, don't... but this was a this is a mistake. This is like they're not supposed to be in people's hands. They just are. Uh. You know, four kids just didn't care. They just, just picked random cards. Like it didn't, didn't matter. Um. All right. So one thing that so so the the climax of the duel basically is. Um, oh, this was really good. Was it? We get to. I, mean, I thought it was pretty good. Are you talking about when Yami refers to Kid Yugi as the young one? And I choose you, little Yugi. <laughs> Leave the young one out of this. No, I'm not. I, I apparently did not look closely into the dialogue as episodes funny. as you did. <laughs> Kyle likes dialogue. He likes. I to, love dialogue. He likes when people say words. <laughs> Told me all. Uh, so, Bakura, who has not made an offensive move this entire battle. What uh, about White Magical Hat? Hmm? Oh, that's true. You're right. You're right. You got me. Um, he decides that his strategy is now to take control of one of Yugi's monsters, specifically Yugi Dark Magician, and use that to destroy Yugi's friends because it's more sinister that way. See, this was a good moment because this is like, okay, all of Yugi's friends are on the field. Now Evil Bakura is going to do the most sadistic thing he can think, which is make Yugi kill all of them. Like That makes (laughs) sense. That makes sense that he would go on the offensive now to, to be extra evil. That's why it's like the peak climactic moment of the duel. In order to do that, he has to play the card who Good Bakura's soul is locked in, 
Mm-hmm. His then, favorite card. Good Bakura from school, you mean? Yeah, good Bakura from school then decides to take control of one of evil Bakura from school's monsters yeah. that's already on the field and in his control. Tells Yugi to to send him to the graveyard because it's better than being enslaved. So Big Yugi says, I've got a better idea. Maybe if his Millennium Ring can pull souls from people, my Millennium Puzzle can put them back. Yeah, sure. So instead of putting everybody's souls back in their body and just ending everything there, he decides to swap Evil Bakura and Good Bakura and then... From school. Yeah, Evil Bakura from school and Good Bakura from school. No, the Evil Thief... (laughs) Can we please get through this fucking shit? <laughs> I swear to fucking god. <laughs> and then and, and destroy him and send the evil spirit to the graveyard. Yeah. But the way he frames it as as a perhaps the millennium puzzle can put them back. It's like you don't even know. You don't know what the millennium puzzle can do. And if you don't know what the millennium puzzle can do, you're just relying on the fact that maybe heart of the cards will have the thing you need to happen happen what, what if he like accidentally sent like Bakur from school to the shadow realm or something like uh, that? oh come on guys <laughs> let, let's let big yugi have this one no. i thought that was a pretty hype moment you no know? it wasn't it yes wasn't. it was this and, was and, a, here's, this... and here's why it wasn't because we'll we'll, oh, we'll find out later cool. that uh thief and stealer of souls isn't gone forever he comes back so uh, yeah. this whole this whole episode was pointless. It was a pointless episode of a pointless duel of of little card Yugi, Joey, Tristan, and Taya bickering to each other about how Yugi's is a small dick or something. The, the, this was a this was a good episode. Deck, it was Mark, very deck. well structured. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I got my vowels mixed up. <laughs> this was a very well structured episode because you have the setup early on with everybody saying what their favorite cards are. Then you have the duel taking place and the nice twist that they all become their favorite cards. But they hang on to the fact that you haven't seen Bakura's favorite card until the very end, which ends up being the card that seals the fate of the bad guy. It's a perfect structure. It's it's very, very good. And if you if you don't think so, then you're blind to the truth. Okay. It's not necessarily a great episode, but it is an episode that is well constructed. Sure. The best part of the episode is uh, what I would like to discuss next. Um, And by discuss, I mean I'm going to say it out loud and then there's no discussion to be had because it's the cliffhanger moment where they hear my scream off in the distance and they they run off to save her. That was my favorite part of the episode. One, because it seemed like it was an actual plot point that we could build on. Two, it signaled the end of all the crap that I had just watched. You're just a Bakura from school hater. On the contrary, I actually think he's a great character as the series nah, goes you're, on. You're, you're, you're a hater. This episode... <laughs> now, for whatever reason, I will clue you in on... on, on not even I can't even say Childhood Mark because I, I, I've openly watched this series in the past six months. I was under the full impression that this was like the Spaghetti Western episode where they all get sent into their cards, but then they're roaming around like a Western town in like ancient Egypt no. that somehow gets put in there. I, I was so prepared for that to happen. And then I didn't get it. And I was like this, I'm even more disappointed. Now. Oh, so you're this, this just, you're just disappointed because you didn't get to, to see it was like a, bad a, a Western episode. shootout. It was a bad 
episode. Let me reiterate that. It you're, was a bad you, episode. You are blinded by hatred. You need you need Yugi to open your mind, dude. Like uh, that. Like he did to Kaiba. What what is the just slimy? Like the clown. What's the slimy guy? What is his name? Did we get a name? It's just he's it's Kaiba. It's Kaiba's darkness. Yeah. Take okay. care. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's his everlasting darkness. All right, we'll be back next time with episodes fourteen and fifteen. Um, these oh guys boy. have watched them. I don't oh remember boy. what it is. Oh, oh, oh by the way, the, this, this doesn't need to be part of it, but we need to add a uh, sixteen to the list too. To that, to do we? It, it goes why? into sixteen. I mean, I just feel like sixteen's a good episode. <laughs> Oh, I guess we could do that. I so I wanted to group 16, 16, 17, and 18. We can talk about how we group them. but we'll, we'll figure it out later. You guys don't need to hear this. This, this is the stuff that is not interesting my, to listen to. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm cutting all this out, so end, end the show. You we, don't have to well, cut all this out. If you're going to cut all this out, then the show has already ended, so I don't have to end it no, again. Don't, don't, don't cut anything out. Leave everything before yeah. the clap to sync the episode in as well. Like just it'll, I'm clapping again. Fill me up with that filler. I need I need that meat.